Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. We're reading today Peter's final instructions to the churches of Asia Minor, churches who are experiencing some level of persecution now, but for whom that persecution will soon increase. So in chapter 5, starting in verse 6, Peter writes, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Have a clear head, pay attention. Don't forget, you've got an enemy, and he is always looking for weakness. In the world, in the individual, in the church, Satan cannot see the future, but he sees today, and he is on the lookout for weakness. Like a lion goes after the straggler, the wildebeest who isn't keeping up with the herd. Think about how the lion hunts. Go after the one at the back of the pack. Isolate him. Slow him down. Separate him from the safety of the herd. Each member of the herd is safest when they stick together, close and undivided. And I wonder if that isn't true for the church. In John 17, we have the prayers of Jesus recorded from his final night in the Garden of Gethsemane, and his final prayer was for the unity of his disciples and for the unity of those who would follow, for the unity of the church, united in his death and resurrection, united in the truth of his word, united in the mission to share the good news with all people everywhere. Is it really that simple? 2,000 years of dissension and division is evidence that it's not. The church must fight to stay united, for Satan exploits every weakness. As individuals, we must stay connected to the body of Christ. We must be willing to let go of differences in opinion in order to love one another and serve one another. And of course, I know that's incredibly difficult. But I think it goes back to what we talked about yesterday and what Peter wrote about in the verses just prior. Something about humility is a key component to unity. I'm still working this out in my own mind and heart, and I don't have it all figured out. But I think we have great examples to look to. Around the world, Christians and other nations face far more brutal persecution than we can comprehend. How do they endure it? How do they stand firm in the face of threats, arrests, kidnapping, death? One thing I read and hear over and over again is that they do not stand alone. They know their eternity is secure in Jesus, and it is the strength of the many standing together that gives each individual courage and perseverance in the face of fear and danger. I encourage you to check out The Voice of the Martyrs. They have a website and a podcast and countless resources. My faith is increased and my heart is moved to prayer as I read stories of men and women and children who have said yes to following Jesus with their whole heart, soul, and strength, come what may. We, the church in the USA, are not the only church. We are not the only people in whom God is doing a good work. And we will greatly benefit from a posture of humility that leads us to learn from other Christians all over the world. We're going to close today using Peter's words in verses 10 and 11 to pray for those who are suffering right now for the name of Jesus. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, 
will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless.